This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. Today, I want to talk about first date questions or questions that you should ask when you're screening someone before you go on the date and when you're on the date. Okay. Really, it's the beginning questions to ask because a lot of people, they they don't know what to ask. Like we had a, a girl in the group who went to meet this guy who she didn't even get on the phone with him. She just texted with him and she went to meet him. And when she went on the date, she found out that he had two ex-wives with kids that he doesn't even have any relationship with either um, kids from each ex-wife, okay? Now, this is something that she didn't want to deal with. And we all told her, we said, well, why didn't you talk to him beforehand to see what he's about before you go and meet him, okay? This is a huge debate that a lot of people have because really, you guys, you've got to screen these people, especially when you're meeting people online, okay? You don't know who you're dealing with. You cannot go by a picture. I mean, this is common sense, and a lot of people know that already, that, you know, they're going in and they have no idea what this person's about. But, you know, there's a lot of other issues. There's safety issues. You could be dealing with a criminal. You could be dealing with a pedophile. You could be dealing with a rapist. You know, they're all out there and they're all on, whether it's the dating apps or online, okay? Now, I've said before, I am not an advocate for dating apps because dating apps are not the same as they were years ago, okay? I've been through that. If you listen to my prior podcast, I'll explain all the reasons why, how dating apps have now become game, okay? They're basically used for hookups or scammers, okay? In rare instances, you can, you know, maybe meet a potential future partner, but it's very, very difficult and very, very rare, okay? Most of the men that are on the dating apps are not there looking for relationships, if you haven't figured that out already, okay? So you're basically barking up the wrong tree by going on a dating app, unless you want to spend hours uh, talking and screening, you know, all these different people to see what they're about, okay? (laughs) 
So, you know, like I've said, you got to try to meet people other ways, interest groups, friends, family, work, school, any other way in your everyday life that you could meet people. But let's say that you met somebody, whether it's online or, you know, your everyday life, and you want to know what you should be asking these people to really pick their brain and figure out who this person is and are they worth your time? Okay, the more you date, the more you see the mess out there. And that's right, the mess. Okay, the more you have to be able to screen people so that you don't waste your time. Because if you if you just go in cold, you're going to be going and you're going to be meeting random people okay? And wasting your time. You're going to be getting ready for a date. You're going to be taking time out of your life to go meet somebody who is probably not your match, okay? And you want to see if this person is worth your time, okay? So what I recommend is this. You've got to have at least five, six conversations with this person on the phone, okay? Because on the phone, You get a feel for who this person is. You could hear in their voice how enthusiastic they are, if they're funny. You know, when they're on the phone with you and you're speaking to them at night um, and it's consistent on the phone, you know, there's a less chance that they might have somebody. See, a lot of cheaters, a lot of creepers don't want to get on the phone. They may get on the phone once every so often, but they won't do it consistently, you guys. That's another clue as to whether you're dealing with somebody who's truly single, okay, or who might have somebody who's sitting on the couch and texting you. They, You know how many people do this? A lot of people do this, okay? That's why you've got to see what kind of effort this person makes with you before you go and you waste your time meeting this person and sitting in a restaurant or going anywhere with this person, okay? And you don't want to go meet somebody that could potentially have somebody and then their situationship or their wife or their girlfriend shows up and you have a big confrontation, okay? And believe me, this happens. It's happened to me. So this is why I tell you. So now I'm going to go through a couple of things that you need to ask these people, okay? So first of all, when you start talking to somebody, okay, you want to get more information about them than they get from you because you want to leave that mystery. You want to make conversation, but rule number one, you don't bring up your exes in the beginning, okay? You're not going to divulge everything about the exes, okay, for common sense reasons. So you want to ask them, you know, how long they're single. You want to ask them, you know, why did they break up with their ex? And let me tell you, what they say in reference to why they broke up with their ex will give you a lot of clues. If you see somebody that's completely blaming their ex and saying, well, you know, uh, she cheated on me, or if it's the other way around, he cheated on me, and they're completely putting all the blame on the other person and everything like that, you've got to be you've got to be careful. You've got to be cautious because you may be dealing with somebody who does not take accountability for a breakup of a relationship and how they're going to talk about their exes is how they would talk about you most times if they break up with you. 
Now, it could have been the ex's fault while they broke up, but the point is you don't take everything they say as 100% truth till you know that person. In the beginning, you don't know that person. It takes months before you really start to see the true character of that person, unless you're extremely, extremely sharp and pick up on everything that that person says and watch their behavior and watch their patterns. So you want to find out about the exes. You want to find out how, how long they've been single. You want to see what kind of conversation they make with you. You want to see, are they asking you questions about you? Are they bringing up sex? If they're bringing up sex, you already know, huge red flag. This is where it's going. Sex is on the brain. You know, that's what they're going to be interested in without really getting to know you first. Okay. These are all the common sense things. All right. But you also want to ask them questions like, well, what do you do on your weekends? Which is usually somebody's free time. And you want to hear what they have to say with regard to that. Now, a lot of players are going to tell you, oh, I don't do much. You know, I stay home a lot. And, you know, I I knew one player, he he even said, yeah, you know, on Christmas I was by myself. You know, they they try to play like they're, you, you know, they're a homebody and, everything like that. Again, we don't take everything they say as 100% truth. You're there to listen, you're there to observe, and you're there to, you know, look at the whole picture of what they're saying. Not just one thing with what they say. But the thing is, the more you get that person to talk, the more they're going to reveal who they are. They're going to give you details about, you know, that's why I I always say exes, asking them about their ex is such a, you know, it's such a key for finding out who that person is. Because when you start to talk to them about their exes, you could, you could ask them things like, well, what was it about the relationship, you know, that you liked? And what were the, was it about the relationship that you didn't like? What did you feel that that person was lacking that you were looking for in somebody else. And what they say is going to tell you a lot. In other words, you could be dealing with somebody who says, well, you know, she was very needy and, you know, she wanted me to call her every day or something like that. Or she ha- she always wanted to see me a lot and everything like that. That is a huge red flag. You are dealing with somebody who likes their space. You are dealing with somebody a lot of times who could be very selfish, all right, and doesn't want to be smothered. Now, it depends on who their ex was. Their ex could have been a smotherer, or maybe the ex was just looking for somebody who was, you know, focused and into the relationship and was prioritizing the relationship and that person is not what they're about. Okay. So, you know, asking questions is key to finding out what that person is about. Now, another great thing to ask somebody in the beginning is to ask them about their friends. Okay. Like for instance, if you're dealing with a guy and he's got a lot of female friends, There's friends and then there's friends. So you need to be able to pick up on when he's talking about his female friends, 
whether it truly is a friend or whether it's somebody he calls a friend but is a situationship that he has sex with them every once in a while. And you could tell by the context of the conversation, you know, when you ask more questions about that person, how often do you talk to that person? How often do you see that person? Do you hang out with your friends a lot? When you do, what kind of things do you do with your friends? You see where I'm going with this? This gives you clues to the type of people that you're dealing with. For instance, if they say to you, well, you know, I hang out at, you know, my homegirl's crib every once in a while. She's just a really close friend that I've known a long time. And sometimes we just hang out, you know, we watch a movie and we drink and this and that, okay? You have to be able to figure out, is this somebody that you can have a relationship with or is this person going to be hanging out with this friend of theirs who, you know, whether it's a female or whoever, you have to be able to figure out if there's something more there than just friends, okay? And it also shows you their lifestyle. What do they like to do? You have to find out what are the, what is this person's interest? What do they like to do? Are they into sports? Are they into movies? Are they into music? And you have to sit there and assess, if, is this somebody that I could vibe with, okay? Or is this somebody that is going to be, you know, totally on a different page than I am? So these are all the kinds of questions you want to ask. Now, another question you might want to ask that person is you might want to ask them a little bit about their family. What is their relationship to their family? Are they close with their family? Do they live with their family? Are they dependent on their family? Do they live independently? Are they, do they have their own place and paying their own bills? Or do they live with a roommate or you know, live with an aunt and uncle? Okay, how somebody lives tells you a lot about where they are in their lives and tells you a lot about how responsible they are. Now, I understand it's a rough economy. I understand it's a pandemic. A lot of people have lost their jobs. But the thing is, you have to be able to ask them, you know, things like, well, how long have you been, you know, living with your aunt's? or your uncle, how long have you been living, you know, at your parents' house or something? Has this person ever lived on their own and knows what it is to have that kind of responsibility and able to pull their weight, okay? These are these are all things you have to look at. Like if they're living with their family, but before that they had their own place in the past or something like that, that shows you that, okay, they were independent at some point were they able to sustain it? What is their situation? Okay, what is their situation? Now, another thing that I think you guys should ask somebody when you're trying to get to know somebody, okay, is you should ask them, you know, you know, how's the, how's dating been for you? What are the women like out there? You know, have you, you know, are, are the women friendly? Have you met any nice people or something like that? And you're going to get, you know, an array of different answers depending on who you deal with. You know, you're going to get guys that tell you, well, yeah, there's some nice women, but there wasn't a connection or, you know, oh, these women, a lot of them are scammers and everything like that. 
And, you know, you're going to get people that come back and say something like, uh, the women, you know, they have a chip on their shoulder. They're always looking for someone, something, or the women are bitches and this and that and everything like that. Or, you know, uh, you're going to come ba- they're going to come back with a lot of different things and the answer that they give you is going to give you an idea of who this person is there may be a reason why they're having a hard time dating okay because they may be the difficult one and you have to be, be able to pick up on that and you could pick up on that by the responses that they give you okay one of the most important things in assessing who somebody is, is to listen to their answers. Listen very carefully. Listen to their tone. See if they come off angry or if they, you know, they seem to be a nice person. Now, another question that's a really good question, you guys, when you're getting to know somebody is to ask them, what type of women do you usually like to date? Okay. Do you like short women? Do you like tall women? Do you like skinny women? Do you like thick women? Do you like curvy women? Is there a particular type that you like? And you, you're going to get, again, depending on who you're dealing with, an array of different answers. Okay. It's going to give you background as to what this person's preferences are and what they're looking for. And you have to say to yourself, well, am I really what this person is looking for? Because if I'm not really what this person is looking for, they may just be going out on a date with me just to date me. Maybe their first choice didn't pull through for them but they're giving me a try and I'm really not their type. Like for instance, I'm going to give you an example, you guys. All right. Like in other words, let's say that you're a divorced woman and you're out there and you're dating and you're meeting different men, right? And you meet a guy who says something to you like, well, normally I, I date much younger women. I date women in their, you know, their early twenties and everything like that. But, you know, I really, it depends on the person and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And you're a divorced woman over 40, okay? That right there is telling you that you're not really that person's preference, okay? But they're dating you. They're dating you, all right? They could be dating you for a lot of different reasons. They could be dating you because maybe they're looking for sex from you eventually. Or they could just be going with the flow, but they told you their preference. They usually like to date younger women, okay? So you have to keep that in your mind when you're trying to get to know somebody. And let's say you date them for a couple of dates and then all of a sudden they stop calling you. It could be because you were not that person's first preference. And, you know, because you're not, let's say, at the top of the list, what they're going to do is they're going to date you and maybe put you on the side and be out there still feeling it out and looking for their personal favorites, okay? And then when that doesn't come through for you, they could call you up. Yes, they call you up, okay? They come back to you when they see that there isn't what specifically they really want out there. So you're basically the backup plan. So when somebody is not consistent with you, whether it's contacting you on a daily, regular basis to get to know you. It's not what they say, it's what they do, okay? Somebody's behavior 
Watch the behavior. The behavior is going to tell you how much that person likes you. Okay. So if you're dealing with somebody that let's say you went on two dates, three dates, and now they're backing off from you. You hear from them, but you hear from them every couple of days or, you know, uh, maybe once a week. Hey, how you been? I miss you or something like that. They're not all into you. They are not all into you because somebody who's into you will be consistent on a daily basis. And it won't just be a one text a day like, uh, how you doing, beautiful? And then you respond, I'm doing great or whatever. And then you don't hear from that person. And then they have nothing else to say to you. Okay. They're not asking you about you. They're not getting to know you. They're touching base, but they're not getting to know you. Okay. Why? Because they don't care about getting to know you. They're just stringing you, breadcrumbing you along while they're looking for something else. Okay. They're either looking for something else or they're not looking for anything serious at all. And they're just looking to date. They may tell you, oh yeah, you know, if I find the right woman, blah, 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 blah. Okay. But some people, they can find the right woman or if it's the other way around, the right man and because they don't want to give their freedom up, they'll, they will never recognize a good thing. Okay. That is just straight up facts. They will never recognize a good thing because you know why? Because they value their freedom and they love the game. They love the chase. They love the variety. They love going on social media and looking at beautiful women and hitting up beautiful women. You know why? Because they love the ego boost more than they love trying to find a relationship. Okay. So this is, this is why I tell you guys, you know, you, another thing you want to do when you're starting to get to know somebody is to get on their social media and see what, what do they have on there? What do they have on there? Who are their friends? If you see their friends, what kind of people are they friendly with? What do they post on their social media? And I'm predominantly talking about like maybe Instagram or Facebook. Okay. If you're on their Facebook page, you could see the comments that are made, the things that they do. Sometimes people post different things that they do. Now, a lot of players that have, you know, let's say just Facebook, they're very careful not to post, you know, personal things about what they're doing. So a player's page will always be, let's say, generic, all right? They'll post... uh you know, they'll share posts from other people, you know, funny memes and stuff like that. But when it comes to anything personal, they're not going to post and let anybody know exactly where they are or what they're doing most of the time because they're talking to multiple people on their page and they don't want, you know, people to comment on it that you're going to see those comment and cross commenting and it's going to, you know, show, show their hand. Okay. So just be aware of that. But you do pick up a lot of things when you look at somebody's social media. And like I've said in my prior podcast too, you know, you want to see if they have single on their social media as well, okay? Because there's a lot of creepers out there that have no relationship status and they are very much in a relationship. Believe me when I tell you, okay? So that's another thing that you need to, you know, check into. And also you get to see their pictures, Okay, it's nice to be able to see their pictures 
before you go out and meet them. You're seeing their pictures from their social media. And a lot of times they're going to have pictures that they wouldn't necessarily put like on a dating app, okay? They're going to have pictures from way back. If it's an older page or like a Facebook or something, they're going to have pictures that they even forgot about that are on there. But it gives you insight to who they are. Okay, or they may have pictures from their exes from way back, and it gives you an idea of you know what type of person you're dealing with, you guys. Now, another great question to ask this person before you go and you meet them is to ask them what do they usually like to do on a date? All right, now if you get an answer back where they say, I like to sit on the beach in the sunset. Or I like to take a walk, you know, uh, through the park or something like that. You are dealing with a zero, okay? (laughs) You are dealing with a zero and you're dealing with somebody that is putting zero effort into trying to have a nice experience with you if they supposedly like you, okay? Now, I get that a lot of men feel like, you know what, I'm not going to take a woman out on the first date for a big dinner and all of this. I get that because there are women out there that use men for that. I knew women that used to have different guys that used to go out just to be able to go to different restaurants and go out to eat. So I totally get that, okay? But there needs to be some kind of planning. You don't have to spend a lot of money on a date. You could go, you know, for an appetizer and a drink. You could, you know go for ice cream, you could do something other than, uh, you know, meet on a street corner and, you know, walk a block through the park or sit on a beach where you're putting yourself in a very compromising position, okay? So you don't do those kind of things on a first date. So if somebody's telling you like, oh yeah, you know, I like to, you know, sit on a beach and maybe watch a sunset or anything like that, eh, eh, you know, red flag, red flag. Or if they say something to the effect of, you know, well, you know, if you want to come by, I could cook for you or something like that. You simply say, no, thank you. No, thank you. I don't, you know, I don't go to anybody's place or anybody's crib in the very beginning until I've gone out with that person a while and I've gotten to know them and they've gotten to know me. Okay. You said you, you be honest and direct. Okay. So there are no games with regard to that. So you're letting that person know that you're not going to be hanging out in their place and they're not going to be hanging out in your place that, you know, hanging out in somebody's place in the very beginning with the bedroom down the hall and a few drinks in you, you, you already know where that goes. Okay. A lot of times, you know, they try, this is how they try. They got to get you into a house and this is what they do. All right. Some people will take you out on three dates and then they expect you to come to their place. Or you go to their place too soon. You guys too soon. Now, a lot of people disagree with me, but if you disagree with me, how great is that working out for you, huh? Not very good, okay? Because a lot of people have come back to me and have done that, and they end up, they go out with somebody on the three date, which, you know, a lot of guys, they figure the three date rules, take her out on three dates, and then by the third or fourth date, she's going to sleep with me, and then when she sleeps with me, That's when I back off. So don't be a sucker, you guys. Don't fall for that shit, all right? 
You, you have to, you know, you got to make somebody work for you. They got to take you out, outside the house, outside the house. See, this is the problem today. Too many women make it too easy. No wonder a lot of these guys don't want relationships because they have women inviting them over to their place, cooking them dinner. All right. Desperate, desperate, flat out desperate. Okay. So, you know, don't be a sucker. Don't be a sucker. You're better off being alone than being used like that. All right. You don't. And then the other thing is, it's also a safety issue. Like I've said before, you don't know this person. You don't know what they're about. You don't know if they have cameras in their place and they're, they're filming you and you have sex with them and you end up, you know, uploaded on the porn sites. There's people that do that. Okay. And, you know, you don't know if they have a criminal record or what their background is. You don't know who's there. So, you know, you guys don't, don't play, don't play with your life. Okay. So that's why I tell you, you know, ask them what they like to do on their dates. What do they usually do? Ask them about their prior dates. Oh, what'd you do, you know, when you went out with the last girl? Where'd you guys go? What kind of things did you do? Was it fun? Did you enjoy Why wasn't it good, you know? That's how you get a feel of, you know, are they, are they cool? Are they understanding? Or are they rigid, okay? And what their, you know, where their head is at. You want to find out where, where somebody's head is at so that you, you know, you don't put yourself in a, a bad position, now, one of the final questions that you should ask somebody, and don't be afraid to ask you guys, is you could ask them, you know, are you looking to date to uh, meet somebody for a longer term? Or are you just dating to date? Are you looking for a hookup? You know, you have to be forthright with people. You have to let them know that you are no nonsense, you know, that, you know, you're not just somebody that is, you know, going with the flow. Okay. And you got to keep in mind that a lot of these people will lie. A lot of them will tell you, oh no, I, I'm, if I meet the right person, of course I'm looking for something long-term. You know, you, you got a lot of players that are going to say that, or they're going to say, oh, I'm looking for a relationship. It doesn't really matter exactly what they say, because what do I tell you? It's the beginning. You don't know this person. You don't know if this person is being sincere with you, okay? But there are some people that will say to you, well, you know, I'm just looking for friends, you know? Anybody that tells you they're looking for friends is not looking for anything serious, okay? Believe me when I tell you, all right? Friends is another way of saying like friends with benefits or, you know, they're not looking for anything serious. And, you know... Other people have, you know, tried to dispute this and say, well, you know, you have to be friends before you could be anything else. Yeah, in some cases, yes. But you have to see by their answer what exactly they are looking for. You got to dive a little deeper, okay? You got to dive a little deeper. So, you know, you want somebody who's serious-minded. Serious-minded people don't float around, Okay, people that are insincere or not serious are people that are like, well, I don't know. I guess I want to go with the flow or let's see what happens. Okay, this is your life. All right. It's you're not going to just see what happens, which means like you're going to get you're going to date somebody 
for uh, six months to a year and you still don't know if you're in a relationship with them, all right? You want people that move forward, that take action, not people that are drifters, okay? People that drift and aren't sure in what they want are not going to be people that you can move forward with, okay? So that's why it's really important to be direct and let them know. And, you know, sometimes they will... um, They will not bother with you again because they feel you're looking for something very serious. And sometimes they will, whether they're looking for something serious or not, because they're going to try to, you know, some people, not everybody, will try to fool you into thinking they want something more with you until they get the benefit, which is usually sex, could be money or something else, or just an ego boost to have you as somebody on the side to talk to or get together with. Remember when I tell you that there's all kinds of benefits out there. It's not necessarily just sex. Some people can't be alone, and they just like knowing that they could call you on a Sunday morning just to talk after they went out partying the night before, and they didn't ask you out for the weekend, okay? Or they made excuses why they couldn't see you, but they're calling you on Sunday morning because they're bored, and they want somebody to talk to, and they want their ego fed, all right? Those are people that will waste your time. We're talking about people all about actions, okay? People that are serious about moving forward in their lives, okay? So this is why I say, you know, don't be afraid to speak up, okay? This is a huge problem, and especially a lot of women have. They're afraid to tell people, you know, specifically what they want. Now, that doesn't mean... You you sit there and you expect somebody to put a ring on it in six months or something like that, okay? They have to get to know you too. And you don't want to be one of these overbearing people that's just looking, you know, to have a committed relationship or just looking to, you know, get married or something like that. You know, you have to discriminate as to what you want as well because otherwise you're going to look desperate, all right? It's not just about, you know, what they want. It's about what you want as well. So it's not just about, okay, let's say they want a relationship, but are they right for you? Are they right for you? That takes time. That's why you move slowly. But your ultimate goal is basically the same thing. The point is you see potential in that person. You see that you have common goals and values, common morals, okay? You're on the same page. You know, there's no game playing That's when you know that you have something that could be substantial and real. This person isn't playing games with you. This person isn't ghosting on you. This person isn't saying one thing and doing another, okay? That's why you're not going to know in the first three months exactly where you stand or what this person is about. So, you know, usually after like two to three months, you should know you know, has this person been consistent with me? Has this person made me a priority? In other words, they're making plans to see me regularly because they want to move forward. They're not just contacting me whenever, okay? And you hear from them, you know, every week or something and they just say, you know, hey, how you been? You know, how's your weekend? These are people that are floaters, Floaters are people that you don't, that are not looking to get serious or they're not looking to get serious with you, 
okay? So keep that in mind, you guys. And, you know, you got to do the great weed out. It's a process. You want to pick somebody's brain without coming off, you know, interrogating them. You know, you have to do it in a very natural way. You're just asking questions. You want to know about them, but you're not going to sit there and be like the police and be like, okay, you know, uh, what do you make for a living and how long have you been at your job and do you want to? No, no, it's got to flow naturally. It's got to flow naturally. The whole point is you want to see who is this person? Who is this person? And in the beginning, we don't trust words, okay? We listen, we observe, and we see their pattern. And then as time goes by, as we watch everything that's moving forward, we see if this person is, you know, consistent with what's coming out of their mouth. And that's how you know you have a potential real one, okay? And also, like I told you, people that are real are people that progress to the next level. If you're dating that person two months and that person is not talking about exclusivity and you've seen them regularly, okay, that could be a red flag that this person is just looking to float, okay? People know right away if they like somebody. It doesn't take a long time to figure it out. If they're on the fence and they're not saying anything about where you stand as far as dating them, then they're unsure about you, okay? Or they, they're they sure they don't want you for a relationship, but they want to keep you around, you know, as a backup plan till they find really what they want or they're just dating different people, okay? But we're not about wasting our time. We're not about wasting our lives. So we have to be focused and we have to ask questions. It's kind of like going on a job interview, you know? When you go on a job interview, the employer is gonna ask you questions to see if you're able to handle the job. How do you deal with pressure? How do you deal with working with other people? How do you deal with problem solving, okay? And you're gonna sit there and you're gonna assess and ask questions as well about the position and, and you know what is expected of you so that you know whether this is something that you want, whether this is something that you wanna work for. And it's the same thing in relationships, okay? It's not just about, oh, they're nice, Oh, you know, they call me, you know, every once in a while. Oh, you know, uh, they're good looking. No, no, there's got to be more there. Okay. There's got to be more there because, you know, in order to have a good, healthy relationship, it's complicated. You don't see it now when you're dating, but when you get serious with somebody or you marry somebody, Believe me, you're going to see all the different things that come out that will irritate you or you'll say to yourself later on, "Why I can't believe I didn't see this or I can't believe I got myself in this position without really looking at this person for who they are, like whether they're really close with their family and they go back to their family and ask their family's opinion on something and it's no longer a relationship with you and them. It's now like kind of a love triangle where you have outsiders or outside people in your business because you pick somebody who was not grown and couldn't think for themselves, okay? 
This is what I mean about picking apart and seeing what somebody's about, okay? When, you, when you've had your five, six conversations on the phone before you go meet these people, I'm telling you, you guys, if you listen to me, you will save yourself a lot of wasted time. If somebody can't get on the phone and have five, six conversations with you, you know, for at least a half hour before you meet them, Okay, like for instance, let's say you start talking, you should not meet that person for at least a week or two. And during that week or two, you should be talking consistently every day on the phone to try to get to know that person. That shows you that that person is interested. Like I told you, a lot of them will do it for the first two to three days and then they they start to fall off because they're not really looking for something serious, all right? They try to fool you. They get you on the phone for hours, day one, day two, day three, and then they try to make plans for you that weekend. But when you tell them, you know, I like to talk to somebody, get to know them, you know, let's take it slow. They'll say, oh yeah, okay, that's fine or whatever. And then you find by day four, they're not calling you anymore. That's how you know you're dealing with a fake one, okay? It's right there. It's right there. They're not looking to get on the phone and get to know you, okay? They're more concerned in how you look, what you look like, and whether they're sexually attracted to you rather than, you know, what you have upstairs, Okay, you want somebody who values your intelligence, values your character. All right, so I hope that helps you. If it did, hit the subscribe button. Um, also, please share the podcast and, you know, have a great day. Are you having a problem in your dating or relationship life and you need a question answered? Well, go to my website. The link is in the podcast description and you'll see how you can ask Yaz a question and get it answered confidentially. So go to the podcast description and look for the link where it talks about how Yaz will answer your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about my two books that are on Amazon, okay? You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. The first book is Regain Your Power. If you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner has all the control in the relationship, maybe you're walking around on eggshells, you're afraid to approach them, it's going to tell you how to regain your power. And, and be happy in the relationship, okay? And what you may be doing wrong, and that's why your partner has all the control in the relationship. The other book is he's Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time. There's a lot of people that are dating someone or in a relationship with somebody who's not really vested in the relationship. And we, we often are confused as to whether our partner really likes us or is into us or wants a future with us. And this book is going to give you signs and red flags of whether your partner is into you or he's just basically drifting and wasting your time. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything. And check it out. It may help you. Okay. And have a great day.